The views and opinions expressed on this program are not necessarily those of this station, JVC Broadcasting Management, or its sponsors. And now, it's time for Radio Jobline with your host, Scott Possessor, right here on 103.9 LI News Radio. Welcome, everybody. It must be Saturday afternoon from 2 to 3 p.m., or it might be Wednesday night from 9 to 10 p.m. We're on twice a week to talk about your career, dissect the job market, give you tips about how to do resumes, cover letters, interviews, everything related to uh, being successful in the workforce. Um, We have covered on this show so many different issues related to the workplace and we've actually been doing it for 32 years on between television and radio uh, for Jobline. So we'll keep on burning the night oil for the job hunter out there. And uh, job hunters have a little something to worry about all of a sudden uh, with the uh, recessionary economics we're dealing with. Um, we had the Labenthal economist on the show a couple of weeks ago. He seemed to give a pretty decent picture. Nothing, nothing bad, 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 bad is going to happen like 2009. But I tell you, folks, it, depending on who you read, you know, it could be worse than that. You, you just don't know. Um, but it was good today or actually Wednesday that the uh, market went way up because they said they were going to cut back on the increases uh, in the rates. So let's hope that the Fed knows what it's doing. Um, the recession does seem to be getting a little bit better. Uh, so so we'll see what the status is on that and if it can be sustained, although job creation was not good this month, only 125,000 jobs were created. Uh, that's about half of what was created the previous month. Makes sense. You know, there's been layoffs. Um, we're going to be talking tonight about one of my one of my favorite subjects, uh, something I'm very engaged in myself and something that all of us need to do a better job with. Uh, and we it's a frequent topic here. We talk about it three, four times a year on this radio show. It's how to brand yourself on social media. And, you know, things are changing. Social media is changing. Uh, I even noticed that if, if you think back to some of the social media platforms that were so big at the beginning, where are they now? Right? Uh, I'm trying to think of that one that was like sort of like Facebook before Facebook came around. Uh, it was the one. Uh, MySpace, right? Um, and then, and then there was uh, now Facebook. I think has started to lose a little bit of attention. I personally am off Facebook. I'm not even on it. I don't want to be on it. It's too toxic for me. I can't stand looking at those posts. So that's it. I'm a big LinkedIn ninja. Everybody on this radio show knows that. I believe in LinkedIn. I think it's a great social media platform. I don't see political posts on LinkedIn. I don't see the kind of stuff I don't want to see, the toxic posts. So um, I'm, I'm, I'm a big fan of LinkedIn, but there are other great uh, social media uh, platforms that people are using, Instagram, Snapchat. I'm sure you can give us a, a whole litany of what's there. But my guest is really a, a, a digital media wizard. Frank's been serving the web. His, his name, I should say, is Frank de Blasi. Not to be confused with Fred de Blasi from wrestling. No, no. no. <laughs> That's uh, DiBiase, actually. Oh, DiBiase, right, 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 right. I do remember him very well. Oh, yeah, he was, he was funny. Um, he's been serving the web and digital media world for two decades. His expertise ranges from building and managing websites and creating marketing campaigns for award-winning companies to, co- to co-founding and creating Hoopla Dupla, a leading online shopping portal. 
He has been featured on popular television shows on major networks such as Fox Business, Fox News, and ABC, as well as various magazines, news websites, blogs, and radio outlets. Whether overseeing and directing designers and marketers or lending specific skills to a project, Frank is a team player who is driven to produce results. After graduating college in the mid-1990s, Frank discovered his passion for the web and digital media. An eager self-learner, he built his first website over the course of one weekend. Nowadays, you can do that in an afternoon with an existing platform. Pretty upload, much. Upload a couple of pictures and yeah. put a, loads of content and you got it. Yeah. Yeah. They make it very easy for you. So so uh, anyway, what we're going to talk about today is what people should do and what people should not do. But before we do, tell us a little bit about you and what you do, your firm, you know, and, and so on. I've been, as you mentioned, in the digital media now, media now field now for over 20 years. I started out, you know, as a graphic designer doing print stuff in the 90s. And once the web came along... Uh, I sort of wanted to shift over to that, and I'm I'm glad I did because that's pretty much where everything is going now. Print is not dead, but it's on its it's been on its way out a lot. Everything is now online and in, in digital form. Mm-hmm. I just love the whole internet. I was the kid that sat at home when I came home from college in the late '90s and just played on the internet. But more than played on the internet, I actually looked under the hood at websites and actually saw how things went on. Mm-hmm. And that's what really fascinated me about getting into the web web and digital media world. Mm. And, you know, since then, I've been building and managing websites for 20 years. I co-founded and built, you know, Hoopla Dupla as, as, as my, you know, a, a company and venture that I, that I built. And it's, it's just uh, something that's been with me for the last 20 years. I love what I do, and it's, it's, it's a lot of fun. Okay. So, so let's talk about branding yourself on social media. Why is right. this important? Well, what a, can't the person say, I don't want to do social media? What, what I try to tell people is, think of, focus on the word social. When you walk into a room of people, big crowded room, whether it's a wedding, a party, or something like that, the, the words, you know, what you're really focusing on is what people's instant impression of you is. In the first 30 to, 30 to 60 seconds, when you walk into a room without even people talking to you or even approaching you, they're going to get some kind of a vibe off of you as to what kind of person you are, how are you dressed clean or you you know how are you approaching other people this is the same mentality you have to take with your social media profiles because when the first 30 to 60 seconds that people see your social media profiles they're going to give you that get that same vibe off of you within by reading your posts seeing how your profiles are put together how together are they is there any empty holes the things that you're saying how people are engaging on your posts these are all things that that give people impressions within a short time of, of seeing you. And that's really why it's important. So less and less people, Frank, over the years um, are staying away from social media. Pretty much everybody's gotten sucked into it now. Mm-hmm. Uh, grandparents, you know, for pictures, whatever. Yeah. You know, even older folks are into it. Um, but I wonder about the longevity of all this. Because what about a, p- a person that says, you know, I'm sick of social media. Well, I've been bullied, I've been harassed, I've been this or that. And people say, I don't want to do this anymore. Why do I need to do it at all? But you know what? It's, it's you know, th- those are people that, you know, yeah, we've all had bad, good and bad experiences on social media. But but again, it, those things happen in regular everyday life as well, even without social media. It's mm-hmm. just another outlet to express yourself and get your face out into the world and mm-hmm. for people to see who you are. Mm-hmm. So it really depends on how you carry yourself on social media, what platforms you're using, why you're using them. Are you using them just for social purposes? Are you using them to brand yourself? Are you using using them to push sales to a business. Mm-hmm. So it really depends on why you're using the, ch- the platforms and in social media in general to, to really, you know, d- decipher, you know, the, the, the type of, you know, quote unquote trouble that you say some people get into and, and other people who are actually thriving using it. All right. So, Frank, a few years ago, Snapchat wasn't big. 
right? Yeah. But now it's now it's huge, yeah. right? Uh, I can remember eight years ago or so there was no such thing as Instagram, mm-hmm. and then and then Instagram came out of nowhere, right. uh, got bought by uh, was it Meta, and and then uh, made it made millions of dollars. So the question I'm asking is what what platform should we be on? I mean, it just it, it seems like if MySpace was so good, well, what happened to it? Mm-hmm. You know, and then and then why did it fade out, and why has it been replaced? And where is social media going? Are, are you going to have an unlimited number of platforms someday, like yeah. 30, 40, 50, 60, 100 platforms? When does it stop? I think asking the question of what's the right social media platform is kind of asking, like, like Scott, what kind of car, what's the right car for you to drive? It's, it's, it's what your needs are and what you're trying to, to do and what's going to work best for you. Every social media platform is, has its own audience for particular types of, of, of people that, you know, that engage in certain types of things like instagram you mentioned that's very pictorial Mm -hmm. people go on there to show pictures of products that they sell or you know pictures of their kids or you know nature pictures that they take so if you have an audience that's interested in in looking at pictures of something that you do or something that you sell instagram is a good platform for you Mm -hmm. if you're more into like the the business aspect linkedin is the way to go that's where people are looking for jobs that's where people are you know other ceos and entrepreneurs are are engaging that's a good platform for that Mm -hmm. facebook is kind of a little bit of everything else that's really where family and friends are engaging but also, you know, corporations have profiles on this. So really to answer the question as to what the best platform is for you, it's really what you're looking to do. What about the hottest platform? What's hot? The hottest platform? I mean, I still see Facebook having the most traffic, you know, overall for a lot of things, you know, as far as, you know, people just generally engaging and, you know, it's very big for for e-commerce. If you go to a lot of, you know, of, of Facebook pages of companies, you know, like, that, that people go to every day, like Starbucks and Walmart. There's always coupons and deals and posts on there. You don't really see that much of that stuff on Instagram, right? You know, as much as you do on Facebook. So, Facebook overall it, it tends to be the place where I I'd like to say everyone is at. You know, mm-hmm. Instagram has it has a big following. You know, uh, a, a lot of the other platforms have following, but Facebook seems to be the one that everybody's always on and engaging on. Yeah. in general. Uh, and I, I I'm obviously a dinosaur because I will not go on Facebook. Yeah, I, I just feel like I'm playing into someone's hand yeah. when I go there uh like like i'm so i'm being victimized i i just don't like it uh but when i go to linkedin i don't feel that no i you know everybody posts and but it's always business it's always you know trying to help other people it's a much mature audience yeah i think that yeah i think so and and uh there isn't any of the vitriol that you see on Facebook. No. I mean, if you're not paying attention, you can wind up on a page where you're you're looking at a serious hate Biden or hate oh, Trump yeah. thing, yeah. you know, and, and and then you kind of get wrapped up in it, and you you have to express yourself, right. and then next thing you know, you're in this chain, you know, of of of, uh, of vitriol. Yeah, and, and you didn't intend to be there. That wasn't why you yeah. went there. And, and that's the reason you have to watch how you carry yourself on right. those platforms because right. you know we're talking about you know using social media for for job hunting and you know building your image online mm-hmm. again. All those things that you say on there, you never know who's watching you. Search engines pick up on comments and posts and stuff like that. So you really have to watch how you carry yourself. With for that. sure. For sure. So uh, we're, we're all very careful on LinkedIn. But I think what LinkedIn also does, and it, well, maybe it doesn't, but we users mm-hmm. do, is if I see a political post. Right. You know, and I did see one a few months back um, where, where uh, you know, somebody had a big picture of Donald Trump. And I'm not saying I'm for or against them. Big picture of Donald Trump. My president. Yeah. Right. And it had thousands of comments, all negative, mm-hmm. all negative. Nobody except the, the people who didn't like the negative comment yeah. would then come back and say, well, you're wrong because he was the greatest president ever. You know, but but the point is, is when we see that, you know what I do? 
Please keep politics off LinkedIn. Right. That's my comment. But you know why a lot of people do that? You've heard the term bad press is good press. Mm-hmm. People sometimes put stuff on there looking for thousands of negative comments because it's drawing attention to their post mm-hmm. and it's bringing people to their to their main profile. Mm-hmm. That's why they do it. And mm-hmm. I see through it all the time. Yeah. Anytime I see you know people commenting on, on political posts or something that's that they're looking to get personal gain on, I don't even comment on it. Whether I feel for it or against it, I don't want to give that person the, the, just the... The gratification of me even commenting or engaging on their post just right. just to boost it up even more. Right. Just well, don't ignore it. Ignore it altogether. Well, when I did this, only happened once, yeah. and when it happened, uh, a lot of people liked my comment. Yeah. You know, and and they started. Ch- I started a whole trend. You know, of, of right. people say, "Wait a minute, this doesn't belong here." Yeah. You know, I've, <laughs> I, I've not seen it here before. Go to Facebook yep. if you want to do this. You know, or some or some political. Uh, platform, which yeah. is, you know, Getter or whatever. Yeah, or Parler. Parler, Parler. Parler, Parler yes. that's the one. So, so um, anyway, uh, we try to keep LinkedIn clean, you know, and, and, and I don't know about all the others because I'm not on them. Yeah. I am on Instagram. Uh, but again, I, I do that because I had pictures of all my radio guests and everything. And like yeah. you said, it's good for pictures. Yep. Yeah, and great for videos. At night, I get a... I get it's a, a media a, platform. I get a LinkedIn, or no, not from LinkedIn. I get a... Uh, I don't know who sends it to me. It must be coming from Instagram. Would you like to see today's highlights from Instagram? Mm-hmm. And and I get maybe 30 or 40, like 15, 20 second videos. Yeah. You know, and I wind up usually watching a good right. portion of them because right. they're very interesting. They pick the best ones. Video is the most engaging content online. Yeah. People don't, you know, as the as the internet and social media evolved over the last 20 years, it used to be blog posts where a lot of people used to read. Then they switched over to photographs and pictures. Now video is the new engagement. Yes. So yes. that's really what everybody's and doing. I haven't Really reels. gotten into it so much on LinkedIn. I should. I really should, but I haven't. But you but, see reels all over the place, right? Oh yeah, yes. Yeah. Reels are very popular now. Yes. Yes. So all right. So so uh, we have some some do's and don'ts. But first thing you want to do is you want to keep your accounts updated. Right. Right. That's that's the main thing that you really want to do because the last thing you want to do. I mean, you see this even with business profiles. If something looks looks incomplete, there's no header profile. There's no you know uh, you know main main uh, profile profile icon and you you see there's there's missing information like contact information or a website or whatever it is any empty holes especially with important information is just not good it just has a very unfulfilling unsettled look it's it, it you just don't want to engage with that personal business when you see empty holes like that or a spelling error spelling errors yeah i mean you I see, see a spelling all- error on on linkedin and i'm like what you, yeah. you didn't take the time to spell your name right or or the name of your company yep and it happens to the best of them i've seen them on apple's website you know I, yeah yeah it's just it, it happens it's very very rare but yes you do have to pay attention to that all stuff right, so it makes so an pay impression attention. okay so uh, and then you, your next one is identify your areas of expertise and right. i know what, what that's coming what's next right Right. When you when I mean areas of expertise, I mean if you're looking to build build trust in something that you do for a living, you wanna you, you want to post, you know, about things and start expressing your knowledge and building a following and get people engaging in your posts and, and build conversation around what you do. And you want to always follow up with them. You know, never leave posts on that people when people engage in your posts, you never just want to leave them dead and not not talk back to them. Engage back to them to really show them that you 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 are you know an expert at what you're doing and that you really do have knowledge in what you're doing and you know it's it, it looks good and it's it's just important for your reputation maybe join some groups too that are relevant yeah St- create your own right create your own groups you join other groups because being involved in other groups of people that are expertise experts at what they do you know it makes it you not only get information off of them they can learn off of you and, and vice versa and by other people seeing that you belong to these groups that also bumps up your uh, okay. your reputation as well so now you've identified your areas of expertise you know for example you're great in real estate that's right. your thing right okay and of course that's a business thing mm-hmm. so that would be on linkedin 
Um, and then you say share content regularly. What kind of content would you share? Uh, your own content, other content that is from other influences who are reputable. You can post those on your on your on your profile as well because it shows that you follow other people that are important that know what they're doing. It makes you look more important. When you do that, uh, Frank, do you do you make a comment before you? Retweet, re, retweet it or repost it. Do you do you do you make a comment? You, you, I would comment only if you if you're chiming in on something that is related to the article that you feel is is important. Like right. you know, if you post something, you mentioned real estate before. Right. Like if, if there's an article, say listed on the, the 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 real estate market growing, coming back after after the COVID, and you say something, yeah, I agree with this because you right. know, and then people say, okay, yeah, he, he's not only posting something important related yeah. to the real estate field, he's also expressing his knowledge as to why he believes it's going I back up. I don't repost, retweet, or re anything yeah. unless I make a comment. Right. Don't uh, do it that often, but every once in a while. It's not yeah. like something like every other post you do. You want to take right. someone else's content. Right. Once in a while, you want to say, right. hey, look, this is important. Yeah. Now, I'm very fortunate every week I post my radio show yeah. so people know what I'm about. Sure. You know, and yeah, I, But I, people are looking for that. You've already built the reputation yeah. that they're looking for that from you. Right. So, And then I also write a, write a column. I write tips. Mm -hmm. So we have job on tips. So again, I, I'm lucky. I have something to post because right. I'm developing my own content. Yes. But many people, Frank, don't have the writing skill, mm -hmm. don't have the content, don't have the areas of specialization as we just spoke right. about. They're just regular folk. Yeah. You know, are they supposed to post too? Yeah, just you, everybody's got to start somewhere. And if you if you have to start by, you know, just you know, you know, going beyond building your profile like like we talked about before, keeping everything, you know, up, up to date and stuff, start, you know, just post what you know so far, and eventually the following will come because it, it, it's really not just about the post. It's about the engagement. Mm -hmm. It's about, you know, proving that you can, you know, engage, you know, talk to other sources that, you know, provide the information that you that you can, you know, b back up and why you support it and stuff like that. So the conversations will, will, will build if, if you really engage with the posts. And I also want to give listeners a, a tip, at least for me, which is that it takes time. It does. To build a following, it takes time. I mean, I've got 9,000 connections, but I've, it's taken me, you know, almost the, the entire length of LinkedIn's existence yeah. to build that many connections. Exactly. And, I, and I don't do it haphazardly. When I put someone into my connections, it's strategic. Yeah. You know, so all of these people could help me someday if I need a job, uh, could help me if I want to do staffing business with them or whatever, exactly. you know, whatever. Um, so I, uh, I, I am strategic about who I select. Otherwise, I would have 20,000. And you bring up a but, good point because it's not always about the size of the audience that you hold. Mm -hmm. It's about the quality of the audience that you right. hold. I mean, I go to a lot of Facebook pages and, and uh, you know, all kinds of social profiles and I see, you know, 50,000, 100,000, 200,000 followers mm -hmm. and they post something and only 20 people comment. Right. Because they have a lot of dead followers. Followers. You know, a lot of a lot of these profiles they either have bloated, bloated likes. You know, there's there's ways to buy and engage likes. You know, sometimes they'll just they'll they'll offer something for free and they'll get a like and the person never comes back. Right. So it's not only the amount of people that like the profile. It's it's really the the amount of people that engage in the posts. That's right. where you can really see where the quality of the of the of the, uh, the yeah. person is. And, but I want again. My point was, it takes time. It so takes, sure. don't yeah. be impatient. If right. you're, you're you're posting, you're not getting much response. It takes time. Yeah, your content has to get out there. We did it uh, for the radio show starting about five years ago. Mm -hmm. We had SoundCloud links that we put up every week. And uh, the first few weeks I did it, I got like 30 or 40 uh, you know, impressions. Yeah. Then within six months, it was 100. 
you know, it's built so slow. Right. But now, four or five years later, we get 2,000 impressions every time we post a yes. show, which is pretty impressive. Mm-hmm. But it takes time. you got to be patient. It does. And over time, and as you build up, other people are going to see that, that your knowledge and experience grows, and they're going to start taking your posts and sharing them out. And before you know it, you're going to have regular influencers that are going to mm-hmm. share your content out. Yeah. And we're, we're going to talk about influencers and, uh, in the next, because that's something that, that is a word that people hear. Right. But they not sure they know I think they kind of think they know what it means mm-hmm. you know but, but we're going to dive into that a little bit deeper right. you're listening to Radio Jobline with Scott Possessor we have uh, Frank de Blasi with us a terrific uh, expert in this in the area of uh, social media websites anything online Frank's got the answer um, if you have an idea for Radio Jobline and would like to be on the show you can write to me scottp118 at gmail.com that's scottp118 at gmail.com and while we're on the subject of websites don't forget to go to BizShout B-I-Z-Z Shout wonderful website built by a friend of mine Charlie Lee who's going to be a guest on our show in a couple of weeks um, he's done such a fabulous job it's somewhere between Facebook and LinkedIn check it out folks BizShout B-I-Z-Z Shout.com uh, we are listening to The Grateful Dead is what we're listening to. Uh, we're going to be back in just a moment with uh, much more on branding your social media. Stay with us. And now, welcome back to Radio Jobline with your host, Scott Possessor, right here on LI News Radio. You're listening to Radio Jobline with Scott Possessor. We have a fabulous guest with us today, uh, Frank de Blasi, who knows more about social media than everyone. And uh, and he's really got some great tips, too, that, that are coming up in, the, in this part of the show, folks. So you, you might want to keep a pencil and paper handy. One of the things that uh, you had said was uh, we, we already covered joint groups of interest. You know, right. we were premature on that. But keep your posts positive and engaging. Right. Um, some people actually say negative things. They get on the show and say, oh, I hate this. I don't like this. You know, you shouldn't do that, right? Sometimes negative can be positive, mm-hmm. you know, but when I say negative, I don't mean anything like depressing or any, anything that's going to make anybody's day bad or put them in a bad mood or something like that. You can talk about negative things, but just keep it keep it to a, you know, a certain level of, uh, you know, where it's not going to just d- depress people or put them in, in bad moods kind of thing. Okay. And then you also uh, sort of keep your image consistent. Mm-hmm. Now, what do you mean by consistent? Well, consistent, it mean, meaning across, if you're using multiple platforms, you want to keep your image con- consistent, meaning like just keep all your information and, and content. Same picture? You could you could mix up different pictures depending on the platform. Mm-hmm. I mean, like in LinkedIn, you might want to keep a more professional photo on there. Your Facebook or or your Instagram, you might get want to get a little more fun depending on what you're doing, a little more relaxed, mm-hmm. relaxed tone. But when I say consistent, I mean really keeping your content consistent across the platforms. You know, try and post this, the same types of things, but yet cater to the audience that's on the platform. Mm-hmm. That's really what I mean by consistent. Okay, all right, a, a, go, a very good tip. And um, let's talk about influencers, mm-hmm. okay? First of all, what is an influencer and how do you develop influencer relationships? Okay, an influencer is, is somebody that has a relatively good amount of audience, a good size audience, and it could be anywhere from 10,000 followers up until a, a million followers. A million plus followers is like celebrity status, mm-hmm. okay? And an influencer is really somebody who 
has a not only just has a good following, but the reason why they have that following is because they they have a lot of people who engage in their content every day. Who they're, they're what they're doing is very reputable. They sell a lot of stuff. People trust them, and stuff. And you know, so those are the kind of people. Depending on what you're doing, you want to be. be Get get acquainted with them, follow them, try and get them to you know talk about your content, you know, and sh you could even post some of their stuff, showing that hey, I support this this influencer. He's he's got a great reputation for this, you know. So really, th that's really what an influence is. It's somebody who has a a a, a a broad following and for a good reason that that they a lot of people engage them and trust their trust their word and, the, and their image for what they're doing. Yeah, I, you know, the word viral comes to mind, mm -hmm. you know, because everybody wants to go viral. You know, right. uh, I'm sure having influencers yeah. in your in your network can help you go viral. You know, so so they have a lot of clout. They have a lot of connections. They, yeah. If they like something of yours, it's going to get seen by all of their people. Right. Right. So so you definitely want to. How about just reaching out to them, Frank? Uh, as, as far as getting an influencer to get a, a video to go viral, what makes a video go viral is 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 the the grip that it has on people. So if you sit, make a video or a post that you want to go viral and just send it to an influencer, mm -hmm. it may get a lot of views because of the influence audiences, but it may stop there. Mm. You know, it's only going to get views because of the influencer's audience. Viral means people just want to forward it around. They have to see it. They have to read it. How does something go viral? Let's talk about it. I think people would love to be able to say, yeah, I had 100,000 views or impressions or listens yeah. or whatever. Uh, how does that happen? It, it, it's, it's a quick, sticky message that people don't forget. Mm. It's, it's, it's a quick video that they watch that, that where something happens that makes them laugh. Mm. It's a message that, that, that sticks in their head all day that they heard in the morning. So it's, it's all about quick, sticky messages or, or you know something that get, made somebody laugh. That's really what would make something go viral. It's something you, you see and you can't forget, and you have to share with other with everyone. Let's talk about the phenomenon of TikTok. Mm -hmm. Okay, now this is another one that ten years ago didn't exist, or that, right. not that we know of in this country. Um, but it's it's taken over. It's very popular. You know, you, you see all these great videos, right? Um, and that's obviously what what the platform is pushing for is, is videos, yeah. right? Viral videos, uh, uh, viral videos. And and how do they you know do it? How do how do these people? I, you read all these stories all the time about some young lady who's nineteen years old who's making eighty thousand dollars a month. Yeah. You know, uh, you know, off her TikTok account. Yep. So how does that happen? It's you could have influences on TikTok that are just becoming influencers very quickly because t TikTok really it, it gives people the it, it's a very creative platform. If you've ever tried to create a, a TikTok video, you see all the options that it gives you to, to do things with text and speed up and slow down your mm -hmm. videos. It it gives you the everyday person the option to make a really cool looking like you said video that may go that may go viral mm -hmm. but it's a very simple platform to use and it's it's gained its popularity because again these short reels are have becoming so popular in recent years people's attention people have very small attention spans and tiktok's videos are very short quick concise and to the point and that's why people like watching them okay so so i think i see tiktok is sort of on the rise uh, tiktok right. tiktok right uh, is on the rise and i see things like you know some of these other platforms a little bit fading a little bit. Yeah. Uh, what happened to MySpace? Why, why did it fail? MySpace is actually still around. Uh, it's actually, I think, more geared towards musicians now. If you go on there, yeah, there's a lot of musicians and artists on there that that have like their their playlist and stuff. Hmm. So it's still around, but it just never took off as as what, what Facebook was was intended to be because of, I guess just. A lot of the uh, the things that Facebook had when it came out were what, were what MySpace should have had, and you know it was just a more elaborate version of of, of MySpace. Interesting. Okay. Uh, all right. So then uh, let's talk about some some uh, do's and don'ts. 
sure. okay, of social media. So, folks, if, you, if you're listening uh, and you've got a pencil handy, uh, number one, have complete profiles. Right. Complete profiles. You know, like I said, just always make sure your your all your your images are, are full. Make sure all the necessary information is is filled in in on your profiles. Don't leave out any contact information. Don't leave out any websites. You know, links to other social profiles. Everything should be clean. Clean. There's there's, there's nothing more bigger, no bigger turnoff or, or lack of trust in an incomplete social media profile. Okay. It's just like going to a website with broken pages or broken links. Right. The trust is just gone. Gotcha. Good. Uh, try to be unique in your content. Now, that's why you were saying before, pick your area that yeah. you really know something about. Yeah, and try and be creative in the way you do it. You know, just don't don't just stick to the same wordy posts all the time. Don't just take a picture and post it or just make a simple video and post it. Try and have a unique a unique niche. Like take maybe make take a twist on certain things and stuff and just try, try and be, maybe be a little funny or be humorous and stuff like that. Really, the, the two types of posts that really get engaged, and, and this is especially on YouTube, are, are funny videos and videos that, that teach people things. That's what people really like. People like to learn things and they like to laugh. Mm -hmm. So try and put a unique twist on your types of posts. Instead of just posting you know, news about a particular thing, maybe say, hey, here's, here's, a, here's a way you can improve on your, on your uh, you know, on, buy, on, on buying a house or doing something specific that you're trying to get across. Okay. So make it fun and unique. And, and valuable. Right, exactly. Okay. All right, and then uh, your next one is prioritize your networks. Right, that's pretty much self-explanatory in the sense where, you know, just basically picking the networks for what you're, what it is you're doing. Okay, if you're, if you're, a, if you're, if you're someone who let's bring up real estate again is somebody who, who's let's say a videographer for, uh, for for real estate. If you they have these people flying around and flying drones around now taking pictures of real estate, YouTube is a great platform for you. Then, mm -hmm. you know, if you're more in a business sense, you're, you're just you, you'd be better off on on LinkedIn. You know, if if you're a photographer. Go on Instagram. That's it. Choose the platform that's right for you and look at other people doing what you're doing and seeing what platforms they're using. Okay, the old benchmarking. Right. You know, project yep. management 101. Yeah. Okay. There's uh, a reason why they're doing it. Okay. They've done the research for you. All right. So, uh, and then be entertaining. Right. Exactly. Again, like I said, with the funny videos, ask questions. People love to answer quizzes and play games and stuff like that. So, you know, game, gaming is very is very popular right now on the internet. Okay. Maintain your identity across all networks. So I think you kind of mentioned right. that before. Yep. Keep your profiles all, all, consistent. All, all consistent. You know, and also just keep your keep your image and your content relatively the same across all networks, but still, you know, pertain being unique to what the platform is and the audience that that's on it. Okay. So is it okay? Just a quick sidebar. Is it okay to read an article in the Wall Street Journal or some other periodical um, about a band you mm -hmm. know, and say, hey, I just read this uh, in, in the New York Times. Here it is. Right. You know, is that cool to do? I mean, because you know, that way you're not, there's no pressure on you to come up with the content. I, I, I would, yeah, you, you could do that once in a while again, but also put your two cents in and say, I agree with them on this on this on what they said here or mm -hmm. I disagree with them on what they say here. it's not about just taking other content from reputable sources and posting it mm -hmm. it's about putting your two cents in and showing people that you have your own your own say in why they, they do or don't post what they post right okay and then uh, create interest groups which we did sort of talk about but we, we normally people join not create. They don't have the uh, creativity to right. create their own interest group. I would I would suggest joining groups first, build your reputation, and then start creating your own interest group. Once you have followers on your right. on your profile, you get you know a couple hundred profiles uh, followers on one of your profiles. Create an interest group on that platform. Say, hey guys, look, I just created this group. Now, don't do it when you just start when you just start the profile because you don't have an audience. What might be very simple to you, Frank, that was a very good tip. 
Yeah. You know, because a lot of people would think, oh, I'm just going to create this group and then everybody's going to join it. Yeah. But if you have no followers on your channel, there's no reason to do it at that moment. There you go. So uh, now the don'ts of social media uh, do not come off as needy. Right. Yeah, especially when you're when you're looking for a job or trying to build your reputation in, in the world, you know, as far as your career goes, don't come off as, as someone who's just looking for, you know. So I saw a post this morning, not to interrupt you. Sure. I, I saw a Go post ahead. this morning and it said, uh, just want to let everybody know I lost my job at so and so could use whatever help you can give me. Yeah. Uh, you know, re- reach out. Yeah, that's that's generally bluntly being being needy, but but in a in a quiet needy sense, it's like posting something and say, hey, don't don't forget to like and subscribe. Don't forget to share this post. Don't forget to. That's coming off as needy. Ah. The liking and the subscribing should come a little bit natural to people with with the type of content that you post. If you're if you're constantly asking for likes and shares and stuff like that, that's really coming off as a as a quiet needy. That's really what I was going with that. Very don't, interesting. Yeah. Don't beg people to share and send like your content. And they, because they're going to do it if yeah, they, if they like it exactly. And right. you. And it's going to feel good to you that they that they did it naturally because of that. Excellent. Okay. Uh, do not spam to large untargeted audiences. How yeah. do you mean that? But if, if you're just going to send out newsletters or buy buy mailing lists of a bunch of let's say five thousand you know internet shoppers or five thousand people who are into who like real estate because you really the, the return on investment in that is really just not it, it's not what it what it's supposed to be. Speaking of ROI, let me let me share something with you. Sure. Uh, again, I'm more of a LinkedIn guy, so so that's where I focus yeah. my, my my social media attention. But people will. Uh, do some really crazy things on social media, like connect with you, right? Innocently. I think I know where you're going with this. And then two minutes later, you get an email. Or a message. I wanted message. to show you, do you have a, you know, uh, I hope you saw my last message. Yeah. And it's a pre-programmed, pre-written thing, that, you know, and it's all part of a strategy mm-hmm. to to do business development on LinkedIn. And I keep, I write back to everyone that does that to me and I say, I am not here to buy anything. Yeah. I'm here to network and I'm here to provide content. I'm not here to buy anything. And that's what I, what I, I think people that do that are lame, honestly, yeah. uh, Frank. Uh, if, you, if you connect with me because you want to sell me something, then you just, basically, you, you killed your own. You're nicer than me. I don't even reply. <laughs> yeah, but I, I feel, <laughs> yeah. you know what it is? I feel like I have to say something to people, yeah. you know, to, to straighten them out. Right, yeah. That's, know, that's, it's, that's, not, it's not my, my job to do that, but, but I feel like I, you know, it's I almost should. like you wish you could hang a no soliciting sign on your on your LinkedIn profile. Yeah, because but that's do really, people really successfully sell that way? It, it's you, you know what it's most people you know don't reply to those things like you and I. But when when you do it so much, if that if they get back three to five percent returns that convert into something like a hacker, it's worth it to them. <laughs> yeah, right. Uh, I don't know, three to five percent. Yeah, it's pretty, it's pretty or even lower than that. You know, whatever they get, they get. You know, it's 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 just a way of soliciting on the on the platform. I, I don't I don't go for it. Okay. Uh, do not post in all caps because it's yelling. It's exactly. It's yelling. It's urgent. It stresses. You know. It's, it's needy. Yeah, it stresses urgency. It's yeah. it, and it's annoying to read. Yeah. You know, it's yeah. screaming in people's faces. Never do that. Right. Okay. Um, and then uh, do not excessively use hashtags. Now, this is an interesting subject with the hashtag. Yeah. I, I, I had to explain it to somebody, and I wish you would do it for me, Frank. Uh, somebody recently about why you need the at sign before someone's name, mm-hmm. right? Uh, th- they didn't get that it was connected to a particular platform or anything. Could you explain that? The, the at sign? Yeah. Yeah. So, it- at Twitter, you know, or at whatever. Right. Yeah. It's 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 basically just it's it's basically just identifying someone's handle on social media. That's it. So the hashtag is, is for keywords. The the at sign identifies a handle. So that's that's really 
That's that's what. So it's John at. You know, and then you'd give your your handle on yes. uh, on, on LinkedIn. Yes, whatever put it in the app before the before the person's name. Automatic, it'll automatically link. Usually, automatically link it to that person's profile and, and basically identify them that that this is their handle on that on that platform. Okay, but it's not for clicking. It doesn't take you anywhere. It it can it can if if the post does automatically link it to it. Not all not all post uh, platforms do it, but yes, it it, it can you know benefit you in that way if it does. Okay, and then uh, with, as far as the hashtags, like when we post my radio show i i do job search right job you know and career yeah and that's it i don't go crazy right they say eight to ten is a good comfortable amount per post i mean again that many less less is less is more with 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 better with better tags but if you're going to throw in just a bunch of you know 15 or 20 hashtags sometimes yeah i mean i might also include something about the subject of the show sure so like if it's mental health so i might do job and so on and so and then i might do mental health but i see posts with with sometimes 15 20 hashtags and some of them are really just irrelevant and they they look they they look awful they look awful it looks bad because it takes away from the substance of the post and and sometimes people they make up their own it's like why are you making up a hashtag that (laughs) that nobody's gonna nobody's really posting anything i know people are silly yeah uh okay uh do not automate some uh same content across all networks explain that well it's really just taking like the exact same post and 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 you know putting it across all your platforms because it it, it tends to bore the audience after a while like i said before you want to basically be unique on each platform get the same message across but in a different you know in in different unique ways pertaining to that audience like if you have a message you want to get across on on uh on an instagram that that's you want to make it more pictorial if you get if you're going on on linkedin maybe you want to combine a post with with a text with a with a message just basically you know just divvying up the way you you project the message on each platform and just be a little different so we we uh write an article every week Mm -hmm. you know for on on job hunting and we do post it on all the all all of the different sites right that's because it's original content yeah so i think that's acceptable but take advantage of the way each platform displays the content like instagram is very pictorial youtube videos Mm -hmm. you know tiktok the reels Mm. you know uh uh, linkedin it, it lets you explain things and you know be, be more conservative and stuff so really take advantage of all that the platform offers as far as displaying media and the way it it displays the posts yeah i think 2023 is the year i'm going to do a lot more video because yeah. because i feel that's the one area i haven't done and i was on television for 24 years right. for god's sake i know how to do it i'm a youtube guy i love making youtube videos yeah 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 and i actually think of me of youtube for music yeah. When, when I want music, I go to YouTube and I can see a, a video of just about anything. Yeah. You know, I, I was I was thinking of the, uh, remember the song, uh, Put the Lime in the Coconut? Yeah. Lime in the, and I, I, I was just thinking of this song. It was like going through my head. Yeah. You know, and I couldn't stop thinking of it. And I went to YouTube and I put it on and boom, I found it. Yeah. It, it, it took like three seconds to find. YouTube has so much, so much so many such a variety of content that people don't realize yeah. you know youtube is the second most search biggest search engine in the world yes behind google uh, i i'm a big advocate because i like to see a video rather than read content yeah. rather than read text but people go there and even when you search for something on google if you type google a question it's going to show you videos as well as mm-hmm. that are linked to youtube yep as well as the answer to the question yeah youtube is really cool really amazing i love it great site i love it and also non-political and mm-hmm. no vitriol and all that lots stuff. of independent creators just doing what they want right okay and do not go for number of followers. What do you mean? Don't worry about, you know, having, it, it's not about how many likes you have on your profile. It's the quality of people that like you. Mm-hmm. Like I mentioned earlier, you know, you could have a, a profile that has 50, 100, 200,000 followers and they have hardly any engagements on their posts. So mm-hmm. if you're looking to partner with that person as an influencer and look at how many people are engaging on their content as opposed to, you know, 
how many as opposed to how many followers they are the ratio of engagement is very low mm. you'd rather go with the person who has maybe 50,000 followers post something and they get 40 or 50 you know comments and likes on all their posts mm-hmm. that person has more quality followers mm. I, yeah. they're a better influencer for you and that makes a lot of sense sure okay and then uh, do not share depressing posts no yeah we talked about that before just nothing that's really you know going to be you're not you don't want to be the debbie downer of the day right talking about what you're talking about stay away from negativity unless it's unless you're correcting it in a positive way mm-hmm. but just stay away from you know pe- things that are going to depress people and stuff all right now we i'm going to hit you with a question I don't, we don't have much time but i'll try and do it fast sure we we um we had a person doing some social media for us and I actually seized control of the social media because I didn't like what I was seeing. Right. I was seeing a graphic for Veterans Day, mm-hmm. a graphic for every holiday, uh, every single time there was a holiday or it was Secretary's Day or something. That's what she was making graphics for. So Executive Alliance appreciates all the secretaries that are out there. Mm-hmm. I said, how can we make any money doing that? I said, we're, we're not going to attract any business just thanking people, which everybody else is doing anyway. Yeah. So, so I, I, I said, let's focus more on B two B. You know, let's have posts that are business tips, like like I explained, and other things. And our social media has grown tremendously because we're not just putting up these, you know, kind of silly things. Yeah. Yeah. I mean that, that but that's what you're targeting. So yeah. that you're you're targeting, you know, the B two B in that sense, and that's why you got more of a reaction from it. Mm-hmm. But you know, a lot of people, a lot of companies do that, you know, they, they like to post the happy this, happy that on the holidays and stuff no, like that. No, I mean that. like Thanksgiving, I get it. Yeah. You know, but 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 Secretary's not, Day secret, and, you know, yeah, and all that some kind of, of these stuff. things are silly. Yeah. All right, one more time. I want you to tell people how they can reach you, your website, if they're interested in an expert like yourself. Yeah, my website is frankdeblasi.com. That's F-R-A-N-K-D-E-B-L-A-S-I.com. And I build and manage, I've been building and managing websites, like I said, at the beginning of the show for over over 20 years. I also have my own uh, side company as well, a, a side venture, hoopladupla.com. Mm-hmm. It's a loyalty reward shopping site, which is you know very very doing very well this time of year. Mm-hmm. And... Uh, that's that's uh, how they how they can reach me. Okay. Do you have an email address, Frank? Frank J. De Blasi at gmail.com. Okay, fantastic. That's it. And they can contact me directly through my website in a number of ways. Excellent. Excellent. Great job, Frank. Okay. Thank thanks you for having so me, Scott. much for being thanks, here. Thanks again. Happy holidays we, we, to you and your all your listeners. Yes, sir. We'll be back again next week, folks, with another show. Um, yes, and happy holidays. We do hope you had a great Thanksgiving and that you're enjoying the holiday season, despite all the mess that's going on around us. <laughs> um, but uh, you 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 got to be strong and tough it out. But the this recession may be over sooner than later. We'll see. Uh, like I said, we'll be back with the next sh- with the show next week. Uh, I want you to have a great week, everybody. Happy hunting. The views and opinions expressed on this program are not necessarily those of this station, JVC Broadcasting Management, or its sponsors.